and gentlemen, and all those in between, welcome to the Drag Cat with your host, Damon and the Diva Cat. What up, guys, and welcome back to the Drag Cap. I am your host, Damon, with the Diva X. Ow. Hey. So, welcome back to a fun-filled episode. If you guys don't know, now you know. We are launching the newest season with Canada versus the world. But before we get into that, we got to talk about some things. Ooh. We got to talk about being booked and blessed and winning awards and being too busy to maintain. What's going on with you, Miss uh, Damon? Well, you know, a bitch is busy, booked and blessed. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. No, she is. Not for the rest of the year, though, but yay, I'm taking some time off, which makes me happy. All of a uh, sudden, she's un- she's she's free now. Oh, whatever. But, you know, um, in figuring out what I can and can't do and commit the time to, I figured um, I was done with you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the but, time is mutual. Oh, so rude. No, but I love this podcast, and I feel like if I can't do it, you should carry it on. And luckily for you, I love the podcast too. And if you can't do it, yay. Oh, I mean, I should carry it on. You should. You should find a new co-host. <laughs> like, you know, like get it all going. But you should, you know, take the time to figure all that out. You know what? I have been working on taking that time and I think I figured it out. Oh, wow. That was quick. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty quick thinker. I'm quick on my toes when it comes down to the thinking process. And mm-hmm. um, I think it's time just to replace you. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I figured you it. would, but like, have you gotten any candidates? Have you like looked at resumes? What's going on? Yeah, we've did a full audition and we've done full on interviews. And I think we have a good candidate selected. No way. And who is it? Um, if you recall, back in the Exotica show days, there was this uh, little contender. She um, she was really big into puppets. I don't know if you recall, but um, she had puppets. And um, that's not all she was. But talented <laughs> queen out of, um, I always say, from the Pasadena area. I, she, she'll, she'll, get, she'll share her origin story. But before we bring her on, I just want to say it's been an honor and a pleasure. This was uh, initially, as we talked about uh, on the first episode, was uh, kind of a just a little love letter to our friend getting on casted on um, RuPaul's Drag Race season 14, Miss Deja Sky. The pastel um, princess. The hey. pastel princess. Ew. And, uh, you know, life changes, rearranges. And so commitment to recording on a consistent basis, on a consistent time at a consistent day becomes difficult for certain people um and i don't work in chaos so um you know we we this is not just the coming of the minds people this is something that we've been talking about and i've been fired is what she's saying no uh, this is again this was initially his project so um It, it, and he asked me to join him on it. And again, I just something that I've always wanted to do, but again, just didn't think I really had the ability or skill. But then being forced to take over a lot of the process of this uh, to get it done, I've learned that I can do it. And so, uh, of course, we want to, you know, keep the spirit alive of the drag cap. And, you know, we have listeners, we have subscribers. And so we don't want to lose that. Damon is not banned from the podcast. He can definitely pop in, join in, send me quotes, send me something every now and again. I think we can make it a little more fun and interactive in that way. But um, yeah. at least this season and maybe a few more seasons, we'll keep them at bay. 
he is not going to be with us. I will not. But I'm super excited to see what you do with the show because I know your ass. You have big ideas. Yeah, now I'm not limited by you. Yay! <gasps> She's such a cunt, you guys. <laughs> I have logins now. Yay. Yes, you do. All right. So with that all being said and done, we are going to be bringing on our newest co-host, Miss Millennia Decade, a.k.a. Millentia Decade. So you've worked with her in the past with the Exotica show. And um, she was honestly the first person I thought of when you mentioned maybe continuing the podcast without you and... Uh, her and I have always had um, good conversations about creative process, and and she's all, like seriously, if anyone like she's always been the one when you know the drag stopped for me and stuff, always been the one like even randomly, what are you doing? What are you gonna do next? Like pushing me to do stuff and like yeah. just sending me little messages and stuff. So um, you know, I was like, well, naturally, then if you really want me to be, continue to do stuff, you better join me on this process. Um, so. I, you know, again, she was the first person that came to brain. So I love that. And you guys both share a mutual love of staying home. So that's good. This is true. Yeah. 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 I love that for you guys. Yeah. So um, why don't you, any final closing words and final send offs or? Um, I love you guys to the crazy amount of German listeners we have. Uh, love you guys too. I don't know what that, how to say that in German, but hey. Um, and everybody around the world, because we have like international listeners. Um, you guys are going to love Millennia. Go watch her little, go watch her drag recap videos that she's been doing. That shit's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Diva's going to kill it. Take it away, y'all. Bye. Bye. Oh my god, she's so annoying. I know. I'm so glad she's gone. Well, thank you. <laughs> Kidding. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between, welcome to the Drag Cat with your host, Millennia Decade, and the Diva S. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Drag Cap. I'm your host, the Diva X, with my new co-host. Millennia Decade! And we are here to bring to you the drag cap with Canada versus the world. But before we get into that, Millennia, yes. welcome. Thank you so much. You finally got rid of Damon. <laughs> Don't you know? I mean, now we could have a timely podcast. I'm just right saying. now. The Geminis are taking over. The Geminis are in the building, and that's what it's about. So <laughs> Um, Millennia and I have worked together for a period of time. Um, as I said in the the earlier, she has always been one that's kind of been pushing and inspiring me um, with all her creativity as well. That she's been doing in the comfort of her building, of her room. Um, and so uh, tell us a little bit about your experience with drag. And you don't have to list your whole resume, but what, what <laughs> tell us a little bit about you. Okay, so a little bit about me. I started off in Pomona, not Pasadena. Ms. Oh, Diva. Pomona! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I only think Pasadena when I think not of... the Rose Parade. Oh, um, <laughs> I started off in Pomona. Um, I feel that uh, what made me fall in love with drag was just like back then. I know you'd understand this, but back then there was no YouTube. There was no. It was like a big giant secret. If you wanted to know anything about drag you had to just get yourself behind the scenes and ask a queen and to me that was mesmerizing amazing when a performer took to the stage 
I was just in awe. So I knew I wanted to do that. Um, so I did in 2013. And then from there, um, eventually I moved over here like in 2016 and somehow, some way joined the Exotica show where, where I got to connect with you. And honestly, some of my favorite memories and performances in drag came from that because I feel that it pushed me out of my comfort zone. You know, all these different types of performances and concepts, um, it pushed me. So I had a good time there. Eventually, I decided to go the, what's it called? The virtual route. The closet queen and- route. The closet queen route. Um, and it wasn't, was, and that was before COVID, right? Like that wasn't because yeah. of COVID. It was like pre-COVID. It was pre-COVID. And you know what? The interesting thing was that I always wanted to do videos and I had done them before, like in high school. I did parody videos of music videos, like for myself and my friends, you know? Um, so eventually came the time when I was watching season nine, Charlie Hyde versus Trinity. And <laughs> we all know how that went down. And in my head, I immediately saw that. And I was like, it would be so funny if somebody just kind of parodied that, like just the lady standing there while the other one's bucking around. <laughs> and I was like, wait, why don't I do that? So that's how that came about. I started making parody videos and they kind of blew up for that season. And that was that. Yeah, we have a record, uh, internationally known, recognized, and developed <laughs> parody queen in the building. Right. Um, if you have not, if we it, are, did the video still exist? Up yeah, on the I, internet. Uh huh. I left them up. Where them where up. can we? Where can people go right now to go see them? Don't stop listening, They're... but go log into <laughs> something else and go look. Yeah, it's uh, youtubecom slash decade and all my videos are there that you can Love look it. up. <laughs> I, I guarantee if you're a drag fan, even if you're not a drag fan and just love some hilarious videos, I mean, it's all relatable into this podcast because it is definitely drag based. And uh, <laughs> I guarantee you a fucking good time watching those videos. So <laughs> take a time, take a moment, log on, log in. You can see the chaos in which the chaos. Uh, <laughs> which it's i mean it's so good like i i it's simple it's so funny how the most natural simple things like really kind of take off the less force not organic you know what i mean exactly like, and that's I what i've that. always said that um authenticity just comes through no matter what and people resonate with that and that's why you have a lot I, not to throw shade but there's a lot of people who like to use formulas that other queens have used but that keeps you from being original in my opinion yeah um but I don't know. Going off on a tangent there. You ain't gotta reinvent the wheel. You ain't gotta reinvent the wheel. As that's, I think that's the idea behind it. But you gotta add your own sauce to the wheel. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. There, there's that. So, well, thank you for that introduction to Millennia, Millentia Decade, our Millentia Decade. I always (laughs) say her name. Like ever since I met her, for whatever reason, her name in my brain. So, if you guys do do hear me interpret her name in various different ways throughout this podcast. Just know it's not a disrespect. <laughs> it's just a thing that I've always just kind of had in my brain. Um, and honestly, it just stuck because there's videos where I'm like, hello, it is I, Malentia Decade. And that's where Polly came from for me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it, I know her name. I, it's on the, it's going to be on the, it, it's going to be listed. Um, but how I say it, it might, it's, that's, that's not the correct pronunciation on how I might say it. It is Millennia Decade, but, mm-hmm. um, so before we get into this episode, two things occurred today this morning, um, and we are recording here Sunday morning. Um, so yet another, and again, I hate to take the, the tempo down, but um, 
another mass shooting at a gay club. Um, and I, I mean, we could spend a whole episode on this. That's why I don't want to, again, take the energy down too, too, too much. Um, but, you know, this is just bananas. And, you know, Club Q out of Colorado, um, you know, fatalities, uh, lots of injured persons. And, you know, and I was, you know, unfortunately, I, I sometimes try to look at how this is a scary situation for our community. But unfortunately, this is a scary situation for our country because this is not happening just in our community it's happening in schools and churches and various different things and so you know i it's with a heavy heart that you know we have to i just want to at least acknowledge it because it would be uh really bad to just sit here and act like you know people didn't lose their lives today in a senseless shooting but yeah yeah um in addition to that and i know we we kind of prefaced this a little bit earlier uh in, in a little precap with damon we had um, but also, uh, for those of us that are uh, childhood watching Power Rangers, the White Ranger, or originally the Green Ranger, is passed away. Um, again, no details on what that's about. So um, I'm I'm just going to say it. He was a little... Uh, Jason David Frank was a, te- a little sexy motherfucker. Oh, um, my God. And, um, I mean, I think that it was the hair for me. Yeah, he was like the 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 first boy with long hair that I was like, you know what, that's hot. <laughs> I I just want to braid it. I just want to run my hands through it. <laughs> no, but oh my gosh, I'm I didn't even know that up until I came on here with you and you told me. But such a huge part of my childhood, and I even watched the Power Rangers movie like two weeks ago. <laughs> mm. Like I, oh my gosh, I can't, yeah. I can't. So. Again, not that they compare and not that they're, um, you know, the, the similar, but, you know, two losses, two different occasions yeah. of losses this morning. And so before we lighten the mood, I just wanted to make sure that we mentioned those things because, um, you know, especially the, the gay, the, the, the shooting at the club. I mean, that's something that, you know, working in the clubs for many, 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 many years, yeah. I, I that's always been my biggest fear. And that's always been kind of something that I'm very conscious of because it can't that especially when it's directly at a gay club and it, it's it's easily could have been us. And, and and I hate to say that, but, you know, it it, it it people are just crazy. And yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, they think I, I early reports. I mean, they just happened overnight, but seems very targeted in 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 relation to the club and the type of club. So it's just something that you know always weighs heavy. Being 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 uh, club queens, um, mm-hmm. you know, Club Q in Colorado. Our prayers go out to you, and I know prayers and hopes and prayers don't do much, but I wish there would be more action taken on these types of things. But yeah, we we will get into it more maybe a a later date and time when we have more details but for now we need to switch gears and lighten the mood and get into this canada versus the world did you watch uk versus the world uk versus yes i did yes i did what did you think of that um i really loved the idea i felt that it, it it feels fresh to see girls competing from different parts of the world as opposed to all American, all Canadian, all you know, that that mixture of accents, of styles, of flavors and colors is it's just so refreshing, I think, especially during a time when these seasons of drag race are just getting produced one after the other after the other. So I think it's my favorite. These 
whatever versus the world. Those are my, my, my favorite so far. I wish I was recapping UK versus the world. Like when they started eliminating the strong competition bitches. Oh my gosh, they got messy. I (laughs) love those. Jimbo is it for me. Like Jimbo, I wasn't going to say when she went into that rant about, I wasn't going to come on here and talk about how you're this, how you're that, how you're ugly, how you're whatever. <laughs> and I wasn't going to, I'm not going to say those things. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. So I, yeah. with that energy, I knew that I wasn't going to pass up the opportunity to <laughs> kind of the world it because I was like, I, I, again, I don't know why we didn't do that one, but we didn't. Um, but I was just completely like, okay, the next time this comes around, because it's so, I mean, you, you really, you have to figure out how you're going to eliminate. And it sounded like in that moment, they were ready to eliminate the strongest competitions mm-hmm. and that, that Pangina elimination. I mean, and again, I the I mean, again, I wish I had the platform because if you're gonna do things out of the shade, then just do them out of the shade. Don't like uh-huh. try to like make some lame ass excuse about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we saw what that I, I I clearly saw through that bananas because uh, <laughs> yeah, that was not it. I can guarantee that was like that was not why that was the case. Okay, so there's that. All right, so getting into this first episode with uh, the title Bonjour High, we get into the cash price of $100,000 and we'll be crowned the queen of the mother tucking world. Entrance on the runway. What's your thoughts about the entrance on the runway, first and foremost? Just coming in on the runway in general, just the concept of that versus because normally on normal seasons, they enter the workroom. This was all uh-huh. on the this was all on the main stage. Oh, right, 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 right. I love that, actually very um it feels fresh and i love the idea of you know having them kind of try to guess who it is i don't know i love that idea it, it's kind of like when they yeah the suspense when they do the lip sync assassin during all stars and everybody's like going crazy trying to figure out who it is i love it i love it too i i think well again i think if it's elevated if it's just a regular season i can understand why we're entering the workroom but on these yeah. elevated seasons all stars mm-hmm. things like that i think the main stage is the most appropriate um in yeah. general so let's go ahead and get into these lovely ladies first in we had miss rita baga from canada rita. season one rita baga what did you think diva she is literally my all-time, well, not my all-time favorite, but she is one of my favoriteest queens. Like, <gasps> I just love her. Really? Why? I wouldn't have thought. She gives me Celine Dion cookie. She's just so kooky. <laughs> like, yeah. she gives, she reminds, like, I see her, I see Celine Dion. Yeah. Like, I just okay. love her. Like, oh, and then it's her accent. It's her French. Uh-huh. She doesn't take herself, herself too serious. Mm-hmm. And she, but she's also an amazing queen on like her drag is elevated in that regard. And like, mm-hmm. she talks about how old, you know, her being the older queen and mm-hmm. so on and mm-hmm. so forth. So one, there's like a level of respect. I don't know her and I don't know, you mm-hmm. know, I've never, I, I was introduced to her on the show as well. Um, her original, uh, Canada. Um, mm-hmm. but I just, there's just something very charming and endearing. And like, I just enjoy her. And that's another thing I've told you in the past too, that, that I like the fact that even though it's not the kind of drag that you go for or like, you can appreciate it in other other people and other artists. For and sure. I like that. But um, yeah, I thought her look was, I mean, cute. she's been doing this for a long time. I felt it was, 
it looked good. But I, you know what? To be honest, I couldn't stop looking at the back of the wig. <laughs> but like, it's I mean, always something, than, right? <laughs> something. But other than that, like you said, kooky, charming, good. I mean, it, I think it's quintessential Rita Baga that look. You know, yeah. she got money now. <laughs> she's a she's a queen's queen, which I love. Like, there's there's mm-hmm. there's a few queens queens that I just admire, and she mm-hmm. is she is one of them. Um, but I again more so. I just see so much. So if again, if mm-hmm. you were watching me, that that French Canadian, there's something about them, and, and I don't know if it's all of them, but the two I know <laughs> are very similar in nature: Celine Dion and then Rita Baga. So good. You know comparison. what? So. I never made that connection. I never kind of put that together, but very true. Very Celine Dion and her, huh? Very just dramatic and kooky, unexpected. Same, yeah. same, same. Yeah. And and even just like the little commentary, like I mean, I can yeah. sit here and talk about Rita Bag all day, so we'll we'll move on <laughs> shortly. But like, if you've ever, um, Celine has a DVD. Well, there's a a special about the Vegas show, or any actually, mm-hmm. and any interview that you've ever maybe caught of Celine Dion, she's equally as like kooky mm-hmm. and like just like. Mm-hmm animated and just like yeah. doesn't take herself also doesn't take herself too serious despite mm-hmm. being the voice of our generate one of the voices of our generation you know mm-hmm. um anyways enough yeah. about celine dion <laughs> uh then we had miss stephanie prince from canada season two meh yeah you thought meh meh um yeah meh <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no you don't do, yeah what do you no! thought? <laughs> okay i'm not familiar with her work uh-huh. Uh, there's some queens on here that I'm not familiar with because when these seasons started just like turning out, like I just couldn't keep up anymore. Oh, so yeah. that's that's a good thing too that I have um, zero expectations. So this is a first impression too. But with um, Stephanie Prince, I just wrote personality and charm are probably her strong suit. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. I wrote, well, I literally <laughs> wrote things as well. That's so funny. I literally wrote, it's green and cute. And it's giving me little Kim, <laughs> but that's that's literally all I got for her. Her, I mean, the the Filipino situation is mm-hmm. real. Like, don't get me wrong. I think that that's why I and I the char- like you said, the charm definitely mm-hmm. with the Filipino. Uh, I know again, I don't want to make a cultural moment of laughing at the culture, but like you know, most of like if you've ever seen some of the uh, I think it's Theo Tata or Theo Tati, um, oh, um, on on Facebook, the mm-hmm. the voice is, I mean, that is her all day long. So I'm excited, and, and even if not, I don't think I don't have high expectations for her, but at least she's gonna make me laugh. So I'm okay. See, with I, that. Did, I, I didn't know she was Filipino, but like. Filipino drag is very much personality and mm-hmm. above anything else, personality and fierceness. So now that checks out, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you, uh, she also gives me Alec Mappa in um, uh, uh, Carol and Car- it's a, oh God, what is the movie when she played drag queens? Oh my God, it's not, it's going to be out of my brain right now. But anyways, Alec Mappa did drag and as cookies and cream, she was cookies in the cream. So funny. Anyway, she's going to give me that all season. I already know it. Then we had Kendall Gender, Canada season two. Yeah, okay. Um, not familiar with their work either. Love the colors of the outfit. Um, I didn't feel it was anything out of the ordinary. I didn't feel like I got to see what their drag is all about. You know, that is what her drag is all about. Oh, 
<laughs> you saw. No, actually, you did. You got to see exactly what her drag is all about. Oh, uh, if you, it, yeah, the body body suits was her thing. Um, okay. I think you and I are gonna have very similar notes because we I are. Wrote, it's good. I love the blue and gold. Uh, it's a bodysuit, which is kind of her thing. That's really what I wrote. So we did write the same thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, Gemini! Uh, it's a Gemini you. brain. I tell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is going to be so fun. I already love it. Uh, Isis Couture, winner of Canada season two. Okay, uh, so when she walked in, I said, "Looks like a winner," and then I said, "Oh, she is a winner. I didn't know she won, uh, but she looked." Of course, her head and her ears look so expensive is what I wrote because of those earrings and that hair. <laughs> Everything was stoned. She looks like a winner and she is a winner. Yeah, yeah. I loved every minute of it. This And, and normally, I get, I've spent the last two seasons of this podcast talking about how I do not like stones in wigs. Uh-huh. But this, the stoning on this wig with yeah. the full look, with the bodice of that corset, with the, the like... It made sense to have all yeah. those jewels in the hair. Again, yeah. normally I've been I've been anti, you know, the gems in the hair for mm-hmm. a very long time. Well, since it's become the trend, but this one I think serves its serves its purpose. Why um, don't you like it? Dude, do you think it looks like dandruff or something? I don't uh do you not like when it's cheap stones? <laughs> or what I is it? I think that that's I think that has to do with it. When they just look like thing like barrettes like if they're just done in like i don't know i don't i don't i have not really identified why i don't like it uh-huh. i just well there's kind of, i mean there's different elements of it i don't like one if they're have a very structured pretty diamond wig and then they have to at some point lip sync for the life and then uh yeah it's just and then it's like bouncing everywhere i don't <laughs> like that for them but like i said her just walking in on this and it being mm-hmm. stunning it gave more of a crown like you know it gave more mm-hmm. crown to mm-hmm. me um, which mm-hmm. I really appreciate, but okay. the color choice and um, I've said this one on her original season too. She reminds me so much of Vanity O'Hara more. Really? Why? I don't know why. I, it's her. It's her. It's her mouth. I think it's the structure of her mouth, and then mm. the way she paints. It's very Vanity O'Hara. I'm gonna she, keep an eye out because yeah, that was my first impression. But um, I love it. I love first it. time seeing her. Yeah. How do you feel about her coming back as a winner? Honestly, I was like, why? You know, like, <laughs> um, as a viewer, I was like, why not give that opportunity to someone who hasn't won? But I don't know, maybe it's just kind of, you know, how Drag Race is trying to throw their random loopholes, their random, yeah, just trying to shake it up. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I, I think I, she's great. I, I, I loved her on her season. I, I have high hopes for her. Mm-hmm. Anita Wiglet, season one of Down Under. Oh, Anita. Oh, Anita. I wrote black dress, probably an underdog. <laughs> um, what did you write? Did you write that too? No, just <laughs> I, I wrote simple black dress. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So funny. I mean, she's cute, but that that was just a black dress. Maybe yeah. she was comfortable just in case it was it was they, they had something sketchy for the first Mac little challenge or something. And I, I hope maybe that's her train of thought, because even the rest of the bitches didn't take that in consideration with all their furs, feathers, blings and yeah. everything. She yeah. was like, I'm going to keep it uh, ready for being mm-hmm. doused with water or something. Yeah, I think that's yeah. probably why. That's I, that's what I, I got hope. from it. I yeah. hope that's why. 
<laughs> well, after looking at the episode, I don't think that was I'm just kidding. Yeah, there's yeah, <laughs> no! right. It's the for for foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a down under drag. I mean, I you know I follow uh, quite a few of them, but like it's out there, and so that's why I was like, mm, I didn't really represent like. It did, I don't feel like it represented, um, mm-hmm. you know, a down under vibe. It just, it could have been anywhere, right? Um, yeah. It, meh. Mm-hmm. Meh. It was, a, it was a blank dress. Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Silky Nutmeg Ganache, season 11 all uh, and All-Star season 6. Go. Okay. So, the only one that had given me life at that point was Isis. But when Silky came out, amazing. Yes. Put together personality, glow up, silhouette. That outfit looks like it's it's giving it's giving like winter glow up. I loved it. The, I I feel this is the silky I wanted to see in All Stars. Mm-hmm. So it, it just feels correct. I loved it. And then she she owned that stage like from beginning to middle to end. Like all eyes were on her, and it was effortless. It wasn't like this. Yes, hunty queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was just her natural personality, and she took over. And I was very happy to see that. Mm-hmm. All the same, that blue, the the stoning, mm-hmm. the eyepiece, the feathers. The eyepiece. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm here yeah. for all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that she always has a consumable. She's always eating or drinking something. I just feel like, like like eating the, the bag of chips that are the, the, bag oh, of chips. the chips, the cookies, the milk, the, the uh-huh. like... I, we get it. You're a big girl. We don't... <laughs> I, 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 then that's a personal thing for me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like us as big girls always have to be the one eating or bait or, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, talking about how hungry we are. Like, I just don't feel like we have to play into that. I, yeah. as me as a big girl, I've never allowed myself to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just kind of like, uh, I, I, she's so much more of than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like not leaning into that could be okay. But yeah. however, I think she leans into it and that's kind of her thing now. So yeah. I don't think it's going to go away because um, I think she's, you know, made it her thing. But I, eh, I, I could have done without the, the. Yeah, I honestly didn't see it as that. Um, It didn't. But now that you mention all these other times <laughs> and she's had like food props. <laughs> and but, her um, tits. I, yeah, <laughs> I just saw it as like um, it just went her with with her look looking all classy. But oh, yeah, okay. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm like me. Mm-hmm. Initially, again, from her original season, I didn't necessarily care for her as much she won mm-hmm. me back in all stars i'm definitely mm-hmm. a fan since then especially after that lip sync situation but oh yeah he's yeah. shutting it down and she and she's she's really pretty like i yeah. was just like i was like just looking at like how pretty she is and mm-hmm. so i'm here for it mm-hmm. and she knows how to how to dress and paint her you know her body shape her mug it's it's very nice to see i love it mm-hmm Next up, one of my favorite all-time queens, Miss Raja O'Hara, representing the U.S., also from season 11 and All-Stars season 6. Okay, see, we're we're in that Gemini vibe again. She is one of my all-time favorites, too. She killed it in All-Stars. She got her redemption there. Um, I wrote, I love everything. Love Raja. She's a queen. Um, but after kind of looking at her through my non-rose-tinted glasses and being fair, because I was like, I don't want to just, like, shower the the U.S. girls that I'm familiar with with compliments, you know? Right. <laughs> I want to be fair. I'm not very fond of the wig. It looks a bit small and dry and crunchy. Um, <laughs> don't laugh. It's not shade. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but I wish the letters were outlined with color or black to clearly see what it spelled out. 
you know, the letters on her body. Uh-huh. But I just love the concept. I, I'm sure she made it herself. What does just, it say? I could not read it. Oh, see, there you go. It said um, O'Hara or Raja O'Hara. It's her name. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that was my only complaint. Is I was like, what does it... I, and she kept yeah. shifting. And I maybe probably could have paused at some point. But mm-hmm. if I can't tell what it is by looking at it... I, I knew I knew it was lettering. I just uh-huh. didn't know what it said. I you, still you didn't know what bothered. it said. Yeah, I was like, be bothered to read. <laughs> I know I was trying. I was like looking and it, yeah, you're right. It, an outline would have gone a long uh-huh. way or yeah. something. And well, I guess we do it for I actually like the wig. Um, I love mm-hmm. this style. And actually, I think it's more so to do because um, there's a queen out of Sacramento. I think she's based on Sacramento, Rosalia Valentine. And uh, her boy hair is like that. And I'm totally obsessed um, with it as a boy. And I think see, I that's like fresh. So I think that's why I like it. That's the thing, though, that I feel that if it were like boy hair or a regular person hair would have been OK. But she has this huge piece on her, like some more volume at the top would have added more. I don't yeah. know. I, OK, I can see that. Yeah, I, I think the wig was my favorite part. And I mean, mm-hmm. she's still my, my I. Yeah, I wasn't really digging the outfit too much on that. The color. I don't know. Like that All Stars promo look, the yellow with the cape and the that popped and looked amazing. This one, I feel that I love the concept and what what she was going for, but maybe a different color other than gray would have and the lettering, you know, making it clear. Yeah. I don't know. That's how I felt about that. Agree, agree. Vanity Milan, UK season three. Not familiar with her work, but after seeing what she did, what she looked like <laughs> during her season and seeing her now, I said, I love the glow up. She's giving that bitch energy. Like she's confident. She's coming in. She knows what she's able to do. And she probably has money now. Um, and I said, I'd be scared slash terrified to lip sync against her after watching what she could do. <laughs> she's yeah. comfortable. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the orange against her skin tone. That, that mm-hmm. the contrast of the two, I just love, mm-hmm. love, 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 love that. The sparkle of the orange, I love all that. I, any, you give me a bling, I'm here for it. Um, I'm also excited um, to see what she got got to bring. Miss mm-hmm. Victoria Scone from UK season three. Miss Scone, have you heard? Did you hear Brooklyn pronounce Scone? I didn't pay attention. Um, I did, but I forgot. But I don't know. <laughs> pay attention to this. <laughs> I don't know. Remember how she said it? She said it's funny. Her entrance line was simple, unexpected, and hilarious for me. I like her. I, I you know, as a, the first cisgendered woman uh-huh. busting yeah. into the drag scene, um, you know, I was, you know, you always kind of... Mm, Okay, I see. You know, I love the drag races, drag, drag race, drag races pushing the bounds and, you know, opening the floodgates of letting everyone get involved mm-hmm. because, you know, drag is drag. And mm-hmm. I appreciate that it is drag. Like you see her, you maybe wouldn't think she's a woman. And again, that's, you would think that's, a, that's definitely a drag queen. You know, it's not pedestrian, it's, it's over the top drag queen drag. And I love a good drag drag yeah which is what uh, that's what i was gonna say that that's what you like right like an over-the-top exaggerated make it look drag yeah i don't bring it that much me personally (laughs) (laughs) but it's cute i appreciate it i appreciate it for sure 
I said looks expensive. Um, I expect some high, some clean, high drag polished looks from her. So that's that's my impression that I got from her. Some elevated, expensive looking drag, probably clean looks. Mm-hmm. So that is all the queens we have. They've entered the workroom, and then Miss Brooklyn Height comes out and introduces the maxi challenge to in, to form girl groups in groups of three. And the groups team up Rita, Anita, and Victoria, Kendall, Isis, and Stephanie, Silky, Vanity, and Raja, Team Melanin. Mm -hmm. Thoughts about these groups? So when they got split up, my only thought was, or when they chose their groups, I was like, Silky, Raja, and Vanity, that's a strong group if they go with Fierce. Yeah. I don't know if they go with camp, if they take a campy route or if it's a campy challenge. I don't know. But if they stick with their strong suits and stick with fierce, then they're going to be like a force to be reckoned with. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, that's that was my impression of the teams. Anything stand out to you in the the dragging of it all? Um, OK, I don't know if you're going to hate me for this, but I have a weird way of watching Drag Race. OK, and that's OK. I watch the entrances. I watch basically I don't like to watch the 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 pieces where I feel like producers are involved or like mm. they're trying to make stuff or trying to change the viewer's perception. I just want to see their art. I just want to see what they're presenting. I want to see the challenge. Even when they're rehearsing, like I feel that sometimes when they're rehearsing, they make they want the audience to think, oh, they're gonna flop and then they end up doing okay. So like I don't like that. I don't like like them trying to like make me think something you know what i mean but um i didn't i didn't really watch them de-dress well you missed out um there's only one part that stood out to me anyhow uh-huh fucking so anita and silky and there's someone else standing there talking and you know they're talking about this experience and how wonderful it is and then mm -hmm. silky goes and she's they're having this heartfelt moment and Silky's oh, I think I did. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> Say and Suki says, you know, as I was coming up here, <laughs> I had to stop and catch my breath. And Anita jumps in and says, well, is that because you're uh, not physically fit or? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I did see that. And then Suki was like, that's a sister. <laughs> That no, was yeah. like the moment for me. Like oh Anita gosh. is that bitch, and I love every minute of. Again, too bad she was wearing that ugly dress upon arrival. <laughs> but um, I mean, it wasn't ugly, but it was not this. But anyways, it that was that was, that was the yes. only moment. Right, that was the only moment in the D dragging that that I have as a note. So, um, so you're okay. Does she do that all the time? Like just read or kind of. She's sharp. She has a sharp tongue. Um, from what I remember from her season, I don't think she got very far actually. But um, mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, she's definitely a, a cop. Uh, to me, Australia is very uh, it, again just the ones I follow is very punchy and in, in like oh, okay. in it. So um, mm -hmm. in that regard, you know, not mm -hmm. not you know to to be harmful, but um, I thought it was pretty pretty funny. Mm -hmm. I was interested that Stephanie kind of jumped in there and was like taking over the choreography for her team, but then like got really bad critiques about the choreography and her team. So that was interesting. Stephanie took over. You're making yeah. me want to like, I'm not going to skip these parts anymore. <laughs> Especially <laughs> if we're doing a review, huh? Okay, that was inspired. Well, this is your first time. You'll yeah. live, you'll learn, and then you'll prosper. So that's okay. Um, long that as you're was not a watching... nice way of telling me to get my shit together. <laughs> a little bit. 
A little bit. It's okay. As long as you don't just watch the recap and try to give me a recap of a oh, recap. No? Yeah, I'm okay with that. She's gone, Diva. Let her go. And so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they actually have a conversation and I again you I don't know if you caught this conversation but the conversation about the clubs and the segregation of oh, like, yeah. the groups of queens mm. I you know we live in well I live in Fresno you, you've kind of been part of the embraced by the Fresno scene um, mm-hmm. and I guess what, what I, I don't I guess visually don't see Fresno having that bit of an issue as far as like um, segregation is uh, upon race and stuff. I do know we just don't have a whole lot of African-American queens. I think we're starting to see a little bit more, but I think historically we have not. And then I think mm-hmm. those who were involved were like IDC queens. So they didn't mm-hmm. really do the club things, but I would always embrace them as far as I'm concerned. But any thoughts on these segregations of the clubs, of the cast, of the... You know what? Um I do remember, not here, but when I was in Pomona, uh, this was like 2014, 2015-ish. And I do remember that there was there was a performer who did their thing. They they won. And they were pretty to themselves in the back, right? And I, I just kind of was like, hey, I'm Elenia, blah, blah, blah. But later on, I found out that she was disqualified from the finale the the because they after they won they had to go and battle it out for like in a final thing and it turns out that they got disqualified because they were an afab performer Mm. and i remember that struck me and i was like i don't i don't understand i why if i didn't understand it like why why did that have to happen but i think it ties into this I mean, luckily, I feel that times are changing and people are more aware and informed of all this stuff going on. But I definitely got to see a little bit of what they're talking about here where there was a it wasn't fair or it's not fair in certain areas. Yeah, times are changing, luckily. And um, I've seen plenty of AFAB performers, um, drag kings, drag queens or non-binary performers. And I don't know, I just feel that it makes for a better show when you have a diverse cast like that as opposed to just the same thing you know yeah i think the same i think if it fits the bill though i mean i've seen some cisgender drag queens not be drag queens Uh uh-huh like i felt like they missed the mark and again what is drag and who blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. but i feel like if i in my opinion if i'm looking at that if i can tell you're a cisgendered woman then you're not pulling off the drag queen like if i could clock that as a cisgendered woman um mm-hmm. you're you're not hitting the drag mark i don't know like i think victoria scon is a prime example of I, I initially didn't know that that was a it, on her season i didn't know until she said it but i was like look at this bitch you know like if you're pulling the part yeah i, I don't see know what you're saying and i think it's a matter of maybe also preference to us um right personal I, preference because um yeah i'm able to appreciate I kind of look at it as drag, I mean, um, like an extension of, of of this person. They're sharing their art or their vision yeah. as best as they can. And either I like it or I don't. But I'm yeah. not like um, trying to break it down or change it. I'm yeah. taking what they present to me and either I like it or I don't. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll watch. Yeah, <laughs> I'll watch. I'll watch. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So we have the main stage, and Brooklyn mm-hmm. comes out. So we get into this competition, and so they can. Brooklyn is 
fucking stunning. Gorgeous. And that I mean, dress, that bodice, that black, that ugh. Not only is she gorgeous, does she have the body, but also those dancer movements. She knows how to sell anything and everything. So, I mean, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. So amazing. All right. Then we get into the actual presentation of these teams. Team Touche is up first. That's Miss Nita Wiglet, Rita Baga, mm-hmm. and the other girl, I forget, uh, Scon. Thoughts? Uh-huh. Touche. Um, they took the campy route, obviously, with Anita's face, like right from the get go. That is so <laughs> right there. That is what I see as Australia down undot drag. Like mm. that, that. That aesthetic right there, that's what I would anticipate her walking in in, or something of that caliber. Okay. Me, pers- again, in my brain, that's what I thought I was going to see her walking in on. Mm-hmm. And my only note from that group was that Victoria stood out for me from the first watch. I preferred her look over the other two, and then uh, her verse, her delivery, it just felt clean and not desperate and kind of like, I don't know, like very, she stood out to me. I liked her mm-hmm. the most. <laughs> what about you? Rita Baga looked plain to me overall. Like she looked yeah. like the odd person in the group. Yeah, so like, exactly. I mean, it was just like, mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what happened? I don't yeah, know. that's how I felt too. Yeah, probably my less favorite of the two. No, probably my second least favorite because my least favorite is probably coming up right now. The maple <laughs> syrups. Maple syrups, maple, maple syrup, syrups, syrups, syrups. Anyhow, <laughs> um, they took it too serious. No smiling. <laughs> like that's one thing. When I see a performer, if I don't see that they're having like a good time or embracing it or like a smile or something, especially if it's a freaking campy song, it's like uh, I don't know. There's a disconnect f- at, with me as a as a viewer. And I felt that this song called for a little camp or something. But I felt that a lot of the times there there was just one of them was like kind of smiley. But the others were very much serious and in there. I don't know. I, I, I didn't really like it that much. My biggest complaint is Kendall's wig. She looked what? like she looked like she came in trying to be Beyonce. And the other girls were like, like, she looked like she that like that was her goal wearing a natural color wig. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna come here and be fierce and be the girl with that stands out. But mm-hmm. she actually looked like the odd person out because uh, the other girls had like their colored, uh, yeah. you know, pastel or whatever color wigs they were wearing. And she was like in this natural like auburn muted Beyonce wig. And I think that that was like her intention, but it, she stood out for to me for all the wrong reasons. She didn't look like the leader. She looked like the girl who didn't get the memo. You know what? I agree. 2017 me would have done that. <laughs> I know I would have done that. Oh, the one colored wigs? I'm going to wear a natural one. Actually, I kind of did that one. <laughs> for, for the finale, when, just jumping back. But when we did that fetish finale, remember? when we i mean the exotica uh anniversary show and we did fetish when we were like behind the walls with the silhouette Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i had like a blue wig that was my kendall moment i was just trying to like stand out a little bit got it uh but i mean but it looks like you missed the memo just like you said (laughs) yeah but i don't think it's but again i don't think it when it doesn't i don't think that's in my again if it i would have probably remembered if it was like girl what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you would have told me to go change knowing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think it's out. You know, because I think when there's an abundance of girls and there, you know, there's so many personalities. But when it's three and you have a girl mm -hmm. group challenge, I think you're, you know, you're compared and yeah. you, when, especially when they're framing you, or if you're the not mm -hmm. in the center and you're the second person to the right you you just look odd you look like that's when it becomes you know when it's a team project and very I true and i think that that's when they frame her in that regard it was like girl come on like you're gonna that's really try to pull a fast one great observation i i could see i could see that well you know my eye girl <laughs> Yeah, she 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 got an eye. <laughs> I'm like, girl, really? You want to come out here and try to steal the show, Kendall? <laughs> With oh, your Beyonce it. wig? That's a that's a girl. That was that was my inner monologue. Like, uh, go change your wig. Go change your. Come on, just go, let's re let's revisit. All right. Last but not least, we had Team SRV. So, SRV, they gave me what I had predicted they would give me. Which was, if I look back, I'm actually looking back. I don't know where I wrote it. But I was like, they're going to kill it if they stick to their strength. A force to be reckoned with. And then, yeah, I wrote confidence. Silky forgot some moves and some lyrics, but she still delivered. Mm -hmm. Like, they, they felt cohesive. They felt comfortable. They looked like stars on there. Like, they, they were my favorite group. They were my favorite think? group. They were my yeah. favorite group. Um, They looked like a girl group. Each one mm -hmm. of them had their colors. Raja in that yellow. What's that? Star power. Star power. That Raja in that yellow. Silky in that men's. Vanity in that purple slash lavender. Like mm -hmm. that. It that was the girl group challenge. Like yeah, save the best for last. Mm -hmm. Silky looked good. I, mm -hmm. I I love you know it's being a big girl. You know finding costuming and and that that sits right on bodies mm -hmm. in certain areas. Like that outfit was supreme. Like that is what i love to see mm -hmm. and i love the choreography it looked like a girl group like they were yeah. cohesive when they when they did that little like that little resting on each other's backs and slapping uh -huh. like a girl we've done it we we've know it we, we we've hit those marks before <laughs> so definitely something that i was like bitch yes work yeah i was like i could see this as the second number in work the world yes good job uh -huh. yeah <laughs> for sure mm -hmm. all right so i think we both said it but team srv is mm -hmm. like the was team. an S E R V E serve. Ooh, oh, okay. it there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I love all that. So then we move on to the runway. Let's go. Category is Queen of the, the World. Bring it oh. to the run, run, runway. Run, oh, run, run, okay. runway. You're good. Yeah, it's my first time. You're good. No, no, no. <laughs> That's what I was hoping you would do or something. I'll get Anita Wiglet. Let's go. Oh my gosh. Simple pink dress. Okay, Girl. here's the thing. The, the the theme is queen of the world, right? So my first thought was, give me royalty, represent your, I don't know, your country. Or... Fucking represent your set, bitch. Come on. Yeah, I don't know. So when she walks out and she has a simple pink dress, I didn't see a concept. Maybe if she would have added some glitter on that black lip, it would have made it pop more. But I don't know. Simple pink dress. Went from black dress to pink dress. <laughs> <laughs> with a black I, pump mm -mm, uh -uh. it wasn't even a great dress like even if it were a simple great dress i would be okay with it it wasn't that either so meh we'll keep it at that rita baga bitch I, is a queen yeah it's giving royalty i think that had the wig been a crown with stones kind of like you said with isis or if she had a crown it would complete 
the whole royalty theme of it queen because she had a scepter Mm -hmm. um i think it would have given but that's when i started thinking okay so what is the thing do they not have to give queen or is it their interpretation of a queen i didn't understand but i thought it just missed a crown yeah i don't know how she would wear a crown with that wig so i yeah i interpret the wig as a crown yeah i know that wasn't the assignment but Uh uh-huh I, I, that's why I was like, if the <laughs> if the wig was supposed to be the crown, I would have loved it if it was stoned, like you mentioned. Ah, yeah. I don't know that I would love that. On <laughs> well, again, we'll, we'll this is where we'll start disagreeing. I don't uh-huh. know that I would love stones in this wig. Yeah, or just I because don't know. It, it's so massive. But she had enough thing... stones down here, I think, mm-hmm. to not go that direction. Maybe they were they started off in the wig, but they fell onto the gown. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, well, you that as her. Yeah, that that sounds fine. No, but see, the thing is that I, I see these queens, and I'm like, if I look at them, would I guess the theme? That's how I kind of like judge. Got and, it. Or, or, or so, if I were to look at Rita, and I just saw her with that gown and that scepter, would I have guessed Queen of the World? Um, that's so. That's what. That yeah. That's it. <laughs> Uh, I put she's royal as fuck. Um, <laughs> I love the scepter. Um, mm-hmm, the, hot the hot dog scepter. She's queen of Chicago. Okay. All right. Next up, we have Victoria Scone. Victoria Scone. Um, interesting color palette is what I wrote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it. I I I like it. But I didn't like it for this. It was like a crumpet of some sort. She was supposed to be cookies and milk or something. I don't know. She's supposed to be a scone. Oh. (laughs) It looked, I didn't like the little, specifically the little like balls on her shoulders and down her arms and like the little biscuits. Is that what those were? Yeah, those were like, yeah, like little crumpet biscuits. I, I know. It looked like she had a disease. Oh my god. Um now I'm starting to think what if they labeled this queen of the world for us, but to them they just told them bring your best drag kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love a good redirect on the title and the prompts because I think drag race is historically known for like I'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. one prompt and then what I present it as is something yeah. different. Cause um, cause I'm pretty sure that if they were told to bring queen or of the world, they would have done something. But this one, too, it wasn't really giving me, like, a royal queen vibe. Yeah. I don't know what it was giving me. It was giving me skin disease. (laughs) It was giving me heartburn. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No! (laughs) Well, let's move on from her. Kendall Gender. I would have loved it if she used the swords rather than it just being in her back. You know, the props. Because it would have... I think that's what I would have gone with, something like that, like a warrior princess kind of thing. I would have also liked if she did something with her makeup other than just a regular drag face, something like a white warrior kind of thing, something. It just looked like regular drag face with this white look with swords. Yeah, I loved her. And again, not a fan of the stones in the wig, but this stone in this wig and the way it was cut and the way it's cut her face and the half of it was done. Love mm-hmm. actually the stones in this wig. Mm-hmm. I think without the cape and swords, this is a very pedestrian look. Like I think the cape is what added the drama. Oh yeah, when when, when she threw that cape. 
it, it kind of was it gave it some drama You're yeah right. i i don't think it gave me queen um mm-hmm. and i think <laughs> the judges said it gives me queen bodyguard <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> so yeah i thought she was more like the you know the queen's protector versus the queen um so yeah it it and the swords and it just didn't give me i don't know um she gave bodyguard not queen yeah yeah i just i, I wasn't no and yeah, pants she, i don't know i yeah she's ready for battle she protects she the snow queen she isn't the snow queen she, 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 and you know the fact that she came before the next queen, oh. and it seems like the the we're clear it's the secret uh-huh. service for the queen coming through <laughs> is what it really was giving Look me. Look at because, that segue. Mm-hmm. Because when Isis Couture came out, <laughs> you know this bitch is a queen. Yes. See, queen of the world. Now she gave me royal. There was a crown. It was polished makeup. Checked all the boxes. You look at her and you're like, this is a queen. An ice queen, whatever. It's royalty queen. So that's what I was expecting from everyone else. So good. The mm-hmm. l- overall silhouette, the blue, the the mm-hmm. the blue of the blue, like the the blue was kicking. The back of that cape, whatever mm-hmm. shoulder piece, the blue on that, uh, mm-hmm. the way it, it, it just matched everything. The bling all throughout all of it. The feathers mm-hmm. along the cape thing. This is a queen and i'm glad that she sent her secret service to clear the the runway (laughs) for her not to um keep bragging on her but look at anita's dress Mm -hmm. you know honestly i would if with my current budget i would have been anita if i'm being honest but i I would have been i would have been so nervous standing next to isis looking like this for this theme versus something like that yeah there's definitely a disconnect on The prompt, I think. Yeah, yeah. Someone got, someone got, someone's memos got lost. The carrier bird didn't make it to Australia. No, no, that's a long flight. And they were like, it probably <laughs> plopped out on the way. Like, no, ma'am. But moving on from Queendom to the next Queendom, we have Stephanie Prince. Oh, that's her name? Uh-huh. I don't I know think. why I wrote Kim. <laughs> it's not Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. Okay, we need to get you access to the outline because I even put the name. <laughs> <laughs> I took the guesswork out of it, girl. But uh you're Stephanie okay. Stephanie Prince. Okay, well, I she she mentioned it was like a cultural thing, right? So right. I don't wanna like go in there and be like, mm. but I I don't know if it was part of the thing to keep holding the headpiece up. But okay. I would have liked it if she could just walk without, like, constantly holding this thing above her head the See, whole time. And that's, I think, is the issue when people think about, like, oh, I'm going to wear this look as and represent my culture. Well, uh-huh. there's a practical way you could make this look that it would stand on its own. You don't uh-huh. actually have to. I mean, I she probably is wearing a traditional piece, but uh-huh. you just recreate it and just create the shell of it. That way you're not having to balance right. 15 pots on your head. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you just create something that... that looks like it and it's hollow like that would yeah. have been the way to go but she you can tell she was struggle bus yeah remember when trixie did the the books with an apple at the top totes mm-hmm. totes did she say that those were real plates and stuff in the critique um she said well, she just talked about it being traditional but i it looked like she what they were heavy like it the way she was really like struggling to walk like 
that's not it's definitely something that um okay. probably is meant to be not for this. <laughs> Uh -huh. Not for this. <laughs> I don't know. I, I always, you know, like you just said, try to tread lightly on traditional look. But um, mm -hmm. there's also a way that could this have could have made it been more drag. Add some stones to it or something just to elevate it. And again, I don't know if that would have been like sac. I don't know about religious or sac culture, but there's a way to make things drag that you could present it as such but again i don't i don't i don't know i i feel like this is very traditional queen if if mm -hmm. that's if this is the depiction of queen here mm -hmm. moving on vanity moving. milan i said it's giving royal love the colors could be more filled i don't know what i meant by could be more filled. <laughs> um but yeah it was pretty it was royal, royal. it gives it queen royal. Mm -hmm. it, what'd it, you think she got the assignment she got I... the memo I liked it. I didn't actually like every, you know, they were going on about the, the crown, the, the headpiece that kind of wrapped in. I didn't mm -hmm. necessarily care for that. Um, See that, that too. Like I skipped the, the judges critiquing. Cause I was like, I don't want them to kind of like interfere with my yeah. uh, perception or, but is that what they were saying that they liked the headpiece or. um Someone mentioned that they, they really liked the headpiece and I'm just like, well, oh, okay. that's probably my least favorite part. Okay. But I, I liked it. I mean, she's still not my favorite, but I mean, as far as the looks go, but it's not it. It gives me queen. I would put her yeah. checkbox, you know, yeah. like she definitely met the mm -hmm. mark. Yeah. Moving down, Miss Raja O'Hara could use a cape or a scepter to give more royal, you know? Yeah. I don't know if by looking at it, I would think queen of the world or royal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I put modern queen question mark <laughs> a queen on the go a queen of 2020 i don't know michelle um, obama yeah yeah very that <laughs> would i look at her and say she's representing a queendom no yeah um, so i think right you know a scepter something to give us that nod to mm -hmm. the crown i i liked it the the look itself would i give her a check mark does she meet the assignment i not by looking at it but i do love the look um, yeah but as far as the category not so much for me, but mm -hmm. she's still my favorite. So I have, you know, like, I'm not trying to give her a free pass, but, you know. Yeah, same here. She she is my favorite, <laughs> but I'm trying to be fair here. <laughs> and last but not least, Miss Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Silky did not come to play. She looks expensive and it looks like a beautiful gown. Um, that reveal? I did, yeah. That, I was that, here see, for it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, like. The silky that I was expecting for all stars. She came in with this concept. She went from mourning to I'm the queen now. Um, the only thing I would have added was that like a, some kind of crown, some kind of scepter, a, a cape. I love that. She didn't just come down the runway. She gave us like this little mini storyline concept performance. So mm -hmm. loved it. And the sparkle on that dress. Uh-huh. Whatever. However, they're lighting these girls in on this show. Normally in the U.S., there's like a filter of some sort that doesn't allow the sparkle to come through. <gasps> Do you think it's because RuPaul's there? And since he's not here, the camera's not Vaseline? Maybe. That is Ooh. that is very well a possibility. But the sparkle on these dresses is sparkling. Typically, mm -hmm. we don't get that payoff in, in mm -hmm. the U.S. version, which mm -hmm. I hate because, you know, the girls spend all this money on all these yeah. damn stones and we you're just very, can't see them. You're very right. I remember seeing this and it was even on my phone. And I was like, I could see the stone and the work in these outfits. Like, I don't I don't think um, it looks like this in the U.S. one. <laughs> I wonder if it does have to do with RuPaul. That's a great hypothesis. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I like that. I'm gonna Can we email World of Wonder? We're just gonna go with that. RuPaul's <laughs> not there, so we're gonna get to see the real thing. No filter. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Brooklyn has all that work done, so you know, she's already <laughs> looking camera ready. Yeah. So whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. Who's your top? Who's your bottom? Um and any honorable mentions. Oh, uh, for the looks? Yes. Runway look. Okay. My top is Anita. <laughs> 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 gosh i need to let it go poor thing People so are obviously that, she's like... your bottom oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah and then um i'm gonna go with isis as my top like it's not a new concept it's not something that has never been seen before but she checked all the boxes for this runway theme i feel mm-hmm. so i'm just gonna go with isis and i've never seen her work before so i don't know good I, yeah well, you're in for a treat. Why? Because she's great, I think. Oh, I thought you had a, a twist for me. I was like, did I No, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, my top is definitely going to be Isis as well. Like, she's the one that is, you know, scrolling through these pictures. She mm-hmm. is the queen of all, yeah. of all, all of them. I yeah. am going to have to give my, my bottom to Kendall. Like, I just... Even Rita, I mean, even Anita, like, I mean, I could see where she's serving more queen than... Anita? Yeah. How? She's wearing a dress, first and foremost. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Versus this uh, pantsuit uh, moment. I, 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 that just, I don't know. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't I think when I think queen I think gown and I know you know like Stephanie's not wearing gown or neither is Raja so I think that that's why they don't meet the mark but like I think the blades took it to another direction mm-hmm. and just like completely not where we are with queen of the world with I don't know how this is queen of the world I, I could understand in a world where those kind of dresses are acceptable I don't know but- any worlds where this white storm this reminds me of your photo shoot we did for bring back my girls oh 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 yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, like it just it just doesn't take me to Queen of the World, so mm-hmm. I think she's gonna get my lowest. I think because I grew up loving like warrior princesses and queens like Katana, like mm. um, like Xena, warrior princess, like um, all these other heroic fighting girls. Okay, I could understand where she was going with it, but um, yeah, I could see with to someone who didn't grow up watching all of that how they could be like why do you have swords what are you supposed to be yeah are you a bodyguard i get it yeah well and again coming out to clear the stage for isis you know that it yeah. set her up <laughs> and she's wearing white that isis was wearing. you know like yeah they look yeah. like very that so mm-hmm. okay. okay so then we have the cr- judges critiques we have victoria isis and silky all end up being safe then we learned that the two top queens are vanity milan and rita baga mm-hmm. you agree with this uh not really yeah because from rita's touche group i thought victoria stood out more for me mm-hmm. um the maple girls uh i i agreed that was the bottom team and beyonce i could see why she's in the bottom <laughs> mm-hmm. i didn't get rita baga in the top like i was not no. gonna i didn't prop her for the top like i said at the beginning i thought her outfit in the girl group challenge was rather plain for mm-hmm. yeah but i think it's personality i think they kind of based on her personality like it, she was definitely like present in the face but like i just kind of felt she didn't meet the mark for the challenge 
Yeah, um, it's but, it's that I I think it, it's also that thing I heard um you say this once, but charm will take you a long way. Yeah, you look at Adore Delano; she charmed her way through season six. And with Rita, there's also this thing too where sometimes maybe as a viewer we don't understand a decision, but mm-hmm. sometimes when you watch a show in person or when you have someone in front of you, it's very different to what reads behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Um. And I learned that lesson from me performing and I'd be like, or watching people perform live, it doesn't compare to watching it on a video. For sure not. So I'm thinking and the maybe, editing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So maybe it was something like that. And that's what got Rita to the top versus Vanity. Mm-hmm. And then we learn Kendall Gender and Stephanie are the bottoms. Womp, 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 womp. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> Well, I don't understand why Anita... Well, and again, I don't know how the weight of these runways and stuff, but if we're talking mm-hmm. about runways, maybe I could understand why maybe these two didn't fit the bill. But as far as performances, I agree with these bottom two. Yeah. They they, they were in the team that I said that I, I felt very disconnected, non-smiley. Like, mm-hmm. I could see that they were probably going for fierce, but it didn't read as that. The yeah. the third group read as fears. The the second Totes. one read as like I'm in my head. I'm trying to look fears. Which is why I thought another either Raja or Silky would have been in the top with uh-huh. Vanity because I was yeah. like they just served me everything. But but they can't have Canada versus the world without a Canadian in the top first. You know. Uh, I guess. But again, there's that line of producing. Who knows? We have to check some boxes. Mm-hmm. Mm. who knows i'm very like if i were to be on drag race i'd have a tinfoil hat i'd go crazy i'm like <laughs> i know what you're trying to do like conspiracy theory all the time yeah uh i know how this is gonna turn out right yeah for mm-hmm. sure uh deliberation so when they're did you catch when they were meeting with the the girls and talking about who should stay who should go no actually i skip over that only because it's like I think you would agree with it where it's like, do what you got to do. If you have an alliance, you have an alliance. Why make me sit here and plead my case? I have so much to show. And the other girl, like, she just doesn't have that fire. I feel like it's always that. Oh, so you would be that bitch to be like, I don't need to talk to either of you. Honestly, if I was over it, I would. <laughs> I would be like, do what you got to do. Don't play with me. I know that you're friends with her. I love You're going to probably sit down in front of these cameras and act like you are going to give me a chance. But you already made up your mind. I would go off. <laughs> I love that. Well, you know, the, there, well, there's two things that stood out to me in those deliberations. One, Rita Baga looked amazing. Like she's mm-hmm. the way she's like perched there, sitting there talking to the girls. She just looked. I just wanted to point out she looked amazing. The second thing. <laughs> We when get Van- it. We love Rita Baga. I love Rita Baga. <laughs> My heart will go on. Um, when Vanity Milan gives Kendall Jenner the good old, well, no matter what happens, girl, it's like, girl, I'm telling you, I'm going to pick your lipstick without telling you, I'm going to pick your lipstick. Right? Bye. Just know, just whatever happens, just know that I, you know, this, this, and that, and that. That's I, the I, moment I, I would grab my drink and just get up and be like, bye. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, okay, well, thanks. We, we know. Uh-huh. Who would, yeah. Of the two girls that were up for elimination, Stephanie and Kendall Gender, who would you, whose lipstick would you pick? Based off performance, I think Kendall should stay, but I want to see Kim stay. Um, I just feel like... her name's not Kim. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Where'd I get Kim from? (laughs) Uh... Oh no. What's her name? Stephanie? Uh, Stephanie Prince. And I kept calling her Stephanie Price. (laughs) 
<laughs> we're gonna get it together y'all we're gonna get it together I promise, we will but, oh my gosh uh, see that's the prop i'm telling you i haven't seen them in previous seasons so like i'm probably gonna mess up their names but yeah i i just feel that i wanted to see more of stephanie prince honestly i didn't care who they picked i am happy that they kept stephanie prince because of her accent and she's going to be comedic value for me as we move mm-hmm. forward again if it were me in that decision i would base off who do i want to work with in the workroom continue moving mm-hmm. forward it's her and i also think that kendall is a little bit more of a competition i mm-hmm. think we can handle stephanie later so I, I i don't know in my opinion that's where i think the decision was made um as a bigger comp- competitor versus stephanie's like she's not gonna I, in my opinion did we talk about um the lip sync already are we gonna talk no we're about right it? now right now okay because that's my favorite part i mean that's what i would parody and look forward to every time mm-hmm. so they do lip sync <laughs> to brand new bitch by Lee, who's in the mm-hmm. judging audience on this episode thoughts vanity captured the essence of the song for me mm-hmm. um rita took to her strength which was smart um i respect that she wasn't going to outdance vanity and she knew that so she went with her strength, which was the comedy camp, yeah. you know, route. Um, I felt that Vanity had it in the bag at the beginning. But towards the end, I feel that she ran out of steam and Rita never stopped. She had the foot on the gas the whole time. Like you, you mentioned, she was in character from beginning to middle to end. Even walking out to that runway, she was in character. When she walked back, she was in character. And I feel that that's one of her strengths. Um, she makes me smile. She makes she makes me so happy. Like she's yeah. just like a queen's queen. I love it. Uh-huh. So with with Rita, I feel that at the beginning I was like, no, she's gonna uh, vanity's gonna win. But towards the end, when she was running out of gas, and then uh, Rita kept going, and I was like, I, if they give her the win, I could see why she never stopped and like mm-hmm. was at a thousand the whole time. What did you think of the lip sync? I love that they had different approaches. I uh-huh. felt that if I was at a club and I seen either of them do this, mm-hmm. I would be happy and I would be tipping both girls equally. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. would, you know, if one came after the other and they both did it, I would be totally entertained by both approaches. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the thing that for me overall, I kept, and again, I think it's more, not even my liking for her, but I just kept wanting to see what Rita was going to do next because I mm-hmm. can see where there was like an arc of like she mm-hmm. was going for something. Whereas I think Vanity was just doing all the bag of tricks. And Actually, it's like, that's I think that's where where I mentioned like the running out of steam. I was like, yeah. OK, she gave us everything. She's out of breath. What else does she have? And then you see Rita in the back taking off the gown, still uh-huh. going at it. So that's where I was like, oh, OK, there's a shift there. Yeah. And Rita's still like full on foot in the gas yeah pedal to the metal i love mm-hmm. it but my eye genuinely was drawn because i wanted to see what she was doing mm-hmm. um, and whereas again i knew vanity was tearing it up you know like mm-hmm. i just knew it was it was going well for her like mm-hmm. she's gonna do what she's gonna do right and mm-hmm. as i was like autopilot on what she was doing but vaga i was like what is she gonna do mm-hmm. and that ah. was smart of rita though yeah because because um as We've seen with like Ben De La Creme when she was in All Stars. Just stick with what you know and what you do good, because that's that's those are your best chances. Mm-hmm. You can't outdance a dancer. That's it. Mm-hmm. Give them a show. You gonna give them what they want. <laughs> <laughs> and our winner ends up being Vanity Milan, rightfully so. Again, yeah. I, I would have been happy with either though. I I, I honestly, by the end of it all, mm-hmm. I thought it could have gone either way. Yes, um, I thought the same thing. 
So I was happy for that. And Vanity's outfit was giving me Naomi in that lip sync versus Gia adrenaline with all the belt buckles. Mm-hmm. Well, my only concern, and so I guess that would have been like, uh, historically, I've seen her wear this, well, not this specific outfit, but a few looks that look very, very similar. Maybe it had one less belt on, but <laughs> as, as I was watching it, I fell into the trap of like, oh, no, Rita's going to go home. Like, mm-hmm. I, I felt that for a moment, but I was like, obviously, I lost track of the fact that they're both top people and they're not going yeah. home. <laughs> but I love that factor because then they can do whatever they want, right? Mm-hmm. They can present mm-hmm. them and th- themselves in this way where it's complete opposites, ex- complete extremes, still be themselves and know that it's just out of fun. And we're just yeah, I, happen. I actually prefer that over a lip sync for your life, quote unquote, because when they're performing, they're performing out of fear. And I feel that sometimes they'll they'll get desperate or they'll do things that uh, the you know, the whole splits, the whole running, the whole tearing off a wig. Shoes, um, ripping costumes. When, yeah. But when when you let them know, hey, you're both the top, they, they're just gonna have fun with it and they're gonna give us the best that they they got in that moment. So that's why I prefer this this style better. Same. Same. Love Rita Baga. Even to mm-hmm. even even when she's dismissed, she's still making jokes on her way yeah. out the door. Like I just love her. Mm-hmm. I love her. I love her. She she's a pro and she knows how this show works. And she's like, when that camera's on, she's on. She's constant. I think that's another thing that I feel that you're not just performing when on the runway. You're performing at all times in if front the of the judges. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And she knows that. Mm-hmm. She knows that. And she's she's her confessionals. Her when she, whenever she's on stage, she's always on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we get rid of Kendall Gender. Our warrior. Oh no. Isis has no more um secret service agent. She has no more <laughs> stage clearance or anything. She better watch it. They're coming for her. The bouncer's gone. Oh my goodness. So that is it. We have made it through the first episode. Next week we have, they described it as the delegates at the Snatch Game Summit. So a little bit of Snatch Game, and I don't know what the twist is going to be on that. So that's going to be exciting. I love a good Snatch. I love a good Snatch Game. I love to see what these bitches pull together. And I love that it's going to be from all these different cultures. And so the elements of like who, what, why, when, where could be there. Yeah, Yeah, I I love when the Snatch Game is early on because everybody gets a chance to showcase and snatch game really is make or break. Cause that's where all your charm, all your charisma, your wittiness, uh, everything comes into play. So it's a good, a good teller of who are the strongest. I am excited for that. I I'm glad they're do. Yeah. I'm glad they're doing it early so we can, uh, mm-hmm. really, I can, then I can plant my votes appropriately. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you had to pick right now, so I know I know it's still early. Who are you rooting for overall? I'm rooting for Kim. <laughs> 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 no, um who uh, I, Kim. I, would, I don't know where you got Kim from. <laughs> I really don't know. Oh, it's so you funny. know what? I'm gonna choose Isis. Mm-hmm. Although to be honest, when she did the girl group thing. I was I didn't like the the pigtails and how how tangled they got because they're not um human they're, they're, syn- they're they were synthetic yeah <laughs> so it's like come on not now. her clocking non human wigs <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah based off you know first impression I'm gonna go with Isis with a honorable mention for Silky Ganache because she came 
to fight and play. Okay, if you, you had know. to pick top three, sorry, because I don't know, I don't know, I forget how they're gonna how they eliminate. Oh but it's yeah, top three. I don't know. Let's go top three. Okay, I'll do Isis. I have a feeling Silky won't happen, but I'm gonna go ahead and pick Silky. And of course, I'm pretty sure Rita's gonna be in the top. Nice. Well, yeah. I'm gonna switch out your Silky with my Raja. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go Isis, Raja, and Rita would be my yeah. top picks. Right now. Yeah. Right now. I hope Raja brings it though, like she did in All Stars, uh-huh. and not give us um, who was it? I think it was um, what's her name? Brown cow, stunning. What's her name? Oh, uh, uh, Monique Hart. Monique Mo Hart is Mo the name. Hart out. Yeah, I felt that during All Stars this time around, she kind of went on autopilot and she wasn't pushing anymore. So mm. I hope Raja doesn't fall into that here. I hope she continues to push herself and give us more but that's it we'll see time will tell i guess this season's only six episodes so i not oh, very really? long yeah 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 so uh we'll see what happens relatively quickly mm-hmm. but i'm down i'm down so as well. <laughs> they love that all right that is it for our first episode of canada versus the world any final thoughts miss Malentia dakar well, I'm very excited for this season. I'm very excited to be here reviewing it with you because I always have opinions and thoughts that I keep to myself, but now I have an outlet to <laughs> uh, share them with someone. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for the invite. I had so much fun. Awesome. Yeah, of course. Like I said, you were the first person that came to my brain and you're the f- I, and I didn't ask anybody else. So <laughs> <laughs> after telling yes. Damon that after <laughs> telling Damon that we went through interviews and, yeah, and yeah, another yeah. club and <laughs> interview. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It was it was it was it's just me. It was always just you right now. <laughs> so there's that. All right. So as with every episode, you guys can make sure you follow us on all your Instagram accounts or all your social media accounts. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the drag cap. Of course, you can log on to the newly redesigned to reflect the new Canada versus the world, the dragcap.com. And where can they find you, my good sir, ma'am, princess? <laughs> I don't know. Warrior princess. Warrior princess. Uh, my name is Kim. Um, you, can, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Millennia Decade, and you can review my old stuff on YouTube at Millennia Decade as well. And we will put links on the website too. So if you didn't catch any of that, make sure you go to the dragcap.com with links to Miss Melentia Decade and all her social platforms. And of course, Wahoo. you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Diva X. And uh, we'll be back next week for episode two with the Snatch Game. So thank you guys for listening. Tell a friend. And uh, here we go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Toodles. <laughs>